Um, if you have to buy a house, just go to my dad. This ball is crushed. Man, what a shot. You are now tuned in to the home run, home buying experience with your host, Stefan Catalan. Man, oh man, do I have a podcast episode for you today. I hope I have your undivided attention. My man, Guy Welsh, is sitting with me with Empower Financial Group. Guy, tell him who you are and what you do. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, this is um, that, that intro got me hyped up a little bit, brought me back when I was a yeah. rapper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that me back in the booth. Uh, so my name is Guy Welsh. Uh, I am a owner of Empower Financial Group here in Tucson, Arizona, but we uh, extend to all of these states in the United States. But essentially, we help people do uh, retirement planning, goal setting, um, financial planning, you name it. We're helping people organize their goals around what their actions are, most things relating to finance. That's super cool, man, that you are dissecting these people's lives in a way that based off their actions, now you're setting these new goals based off their habits on on what they can really obtain. And if they want to get somewhere, like here's a different way to do it. I could imagine there's a lot in that. Yeah. You know, what we've learned, I think the most important thing is helping people understand their goals, right? I think a lot of people have a lot of things they're trying to accomplish, but they never actually set a task to do it. So it's really helping people organize their thoughts organize their goals and then allowing us to sit down take time and then put a plan together to make that happen because if you're anything like me time slips away too quick so <laughs> that, that's it, especially without a plan if you don't have a plan no doubt. Know, where are you shooting man where are you shooting no doubt that's intense man uh people's thoughts it just seems like there's there's so much with that and and each person like i feel like not only are you advising people on their finances but you're working with them and how their mind works how their money works and really setting them up for something that's attainable for their future and i could imagine like you take on this title of of a coach in a sense no doubt you know and it's something that really attracted me to to what i'm even doing now you know with a background in baseball and coming up with coaches that I had as mentors growing up, right? I, I've always had that feeling of I need to be able to help guide people in making better decisions. So, you know, fresh off of baseball, I went to coaching, right? I started coaching in high school. And then after I started kind of realizing that coaching in, in sports wasn't something I was really um, adamant about, I fell into this career and I literally fell into it. And I have fell in love with Everything that you just mentioned, right, right. is helping people um, coach them into better decisions, helping right. coach them into understanding the importance of certain types of planning, whether it's around retirement, whether it's around helping set their kids up to go to college, right, or, or anything they're trying to do, right? It's, it's a certain level of coaching. And I think the most important part about that is not everyone is as receptive to that type of coaching um, and I think that's where I kind of step in. I think I can work with just about anybody and I can, I can help relate to just about any type of human being on this planet and help them understand how important it is for them to do it. Dude, I can agree so much. Just, uh, I mean, we've shared some time together, but at the same time, like I'm this 
completely different looking being on this earth here and i feel so down to earth with you like you're you're wearing a mask right now that looks like like <laughs> <laughs> like it's gang related then we right. talk about the hip-hop and rapping but at the same time just being so likable um is huge man i could imagine that brings you so much success just being able to do that man that's a blessing well you know i i do not chalk myself up to being the most um incredibly uh intelligent um rigid right. human being on the planet, right? Like I am uh, the epitome of normal, right? right. Nothing about me is normal. Um, I am the most abnormal human I think I've ever run into. And I think that people, I, I'm not ashamed to let right. that show, right? right? I will be vulnerable. Right. I do admit my flaws. I, I have things that I need to work on myself. But at the end of the day, we're all just two dudes sitting here trying to chop this <laughs> up, right? And make things happen. It's the truth. And, and that's what people want. People right. don't want some stiff guy sitting in front of right. them with a suit telling them what right. they're doing wrong. Right. 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 They want somebody who can sit down with them and relate. Right. Right. Tell me things that you're struggling with. Right. right? And that's where I feel like we have a lot of success is we're, we're not trying to sit here and say that we're, you know, the almighty telling you what you need to do. It's, right. Hey, Help me understand what you are trying to do, and let me see if I can be a resource. <laughs> That's the truth, man. That's the truth. Man, um, tell these people something they don't know. I, I just found this out myself. I had no idea that you played for an MLB team. Mm -hmm. Man, uh, talk about that for just a second. Yeah, so I played baseball my whole life, right? Uh, growing up, uh, my mom and dad told me that I just came home one day and I said, Mom, I want to go play baseball. So my mom goes, well, what do you want? You know, we go to YMCA. That's right. like the only thing you do when you're a kid. They, they knew nothing about <laughs> right. baseball. My, my dad was a football player and a wrestler, so he knew nothing about it. Oh, goodness. So grew up here in Tucson, played ball uh, my whole life. I went to Pima Community College for two years because right. I was pretty small out of high school. Right. I then went to a Division One in North Carolina. Okay. And then after my senior year at UNC Greensboro, I was drafted by the Seattle Mariners. Right. And I played with them for a few years uh, in their minor league systems all up and down. Um, and, and it was, uh, it was a blast, man. It was, uh, it was nothing short of amazing. That's super cool, man. And I could imagine, like you said, that coaching comes back from all those different levels, all those different places that you've been, you can take that and bring that into your world now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, everyone's got mentors, right? right. And everyone has coaches in their life. Now I think I'm uniquely special that I was able to play baseball with a lot of amazing coaches growing up right? right and i think that if you didn't come up with a sports background you're gonna find those coaches in different areas whether right. it's teachers right. or, or, or guidance counselors or whoever people are uh, whatever people use as their coaches right? right but i was around so many different people that i could have called my mentor and looked up to and gotten little pieces of advice from right. little gold nuggets around right. the way right and i think that's something that's shaped who I'm trying to become for those around me, right? Is I just want to take some of those pieces of advice and, and try and give them the people in the right spots, right? It's not about forcing it on, right? right? I'm not going to give anybody any advice if they're not looking for it, right? right? Um, but if I if I listen and I and I try to understand, I'll know where little pieces of advice can fit in, and I can hopefully make some some positive impacts on some people. Yeah, man, do praise your parents. I could imagine some of that comes from, especially your father figure, like your dad coming from football and wrestling. Those are two military. sports that, and military on top of that. Like, mm -hmm. dude, those are not easy things to do, especially when it comes. I mean, wrestling background myself, like I understand what it really takes on the grit side to to push through that stuff. And, yeah. and I could imagine going for him from from wrestling to football. Those are 
those are two different things and weights and and disciplines however it's it's all important it's yeah all important. yeah i mean my dad uh what he lacked in emotional availability, mm-hmm. um, he gave me in discipline and, nice. and helped me understand the importance of, of if you're going to commit to something, right. commit to it. Right. right. He said, the guy, do you want to play professional baseball one day? Right. And this was, I remember this conversation. It was in high school, maybe a little bit before high school. He goes, guy, do you want to, do you want to play? I said, yeah, I would love to be a professional baseball player. He goes, well, you're going to have to work for it. Cause this is not going to happen. Right? <laughs> right. And I remember thinking about that now, as a 35 year old thinking back to like my 15 year old self hearing this right. and I was like okay this is what it takes but he committed man like he went he took me out to the field when I didn't want to sometimes right right he's like this is what it takes this is what it takes if at any point you're not ready to do what it takes you just tell me because I'll back off right. right but he goes this is what it takes this is what it's going to take and he pushed me man I mean I remember going out there sometimes to the field I didn't want to be out there uh, I'm sure he wanted to be out there, right. maybe. Um, but I'm out there getting beat up with with bad hops because you know how the fields are out here. <laughs> Play some pepper, yeah. right? And, and you're getting hit balls hit off your chest yeah. and off your chin. Yeah. And I remember going home crying one time, and <laughs> it's just like you look back at those and you're like, man, that has shaped me right. to who I am today. Right. And I didn't even know what was happening back, back then. then. Back then, yeah. we were just talking about that, man. That's so deep to have those nuggets. And like you said, you bring a piece of that into your world now with not giving advice to people who don't don't want to hear it. You yeah. know, and, and the same thing. Dad said, "Hey, I'll back up at any time. You just let me know." And I could imagine that those little things, like backhandedly, like don't even know that that bringing those into the world now are the nuggets in itself. Like sure. the things are pushing us through. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah, that that's tough stuff, man. What do you do? I mean, like you said, you are a unique human being. What are you doing for yourself uh, to take care of you first? Like in the morning, do you have a regimen? What's your routine? What's your fitness? What are those things like? Yeah, for you? so this is something that I am super strict about. I think it's the most important part about anybody's. Uh, and I will admit this nugget to everybody. Right. 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 This this literally applies to everyone. Right. If you don't have a plan right when you get up, you're not going to get up. Right. Right. You'll push that snooze button. You'll figure out ways to find ways to sleep. Right. right. Our body loves sleep. Right. So I read a book. God, it's probably six, seven years ago now called The Miracle Morning okay. by yeah. Hal Elrod. Yeah, I've seen uh, that. book changed my life and, yeah. and gave me a whole new outlook on my morning. So I'm super regimented. Um, I'm probably not 100% on this every single day, but right. I'm probably a good 90% of this, right? right? 5 a.m. I'm up. I do um, on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I have a, a morning stretch routine that right. I do for about 15 minutes. In that stretching is a little bit of meditation. Right. Um, and then I, I go into a home workout, which is all body weight stuff. So okay. it's... Uh, 150 push-ups, 150 sit-ups, 150 squats, right. and then some pull-ups if I can do them. Right. Um, throughout that, because I don't have a good pull-up bar right, at my right. house right now. Yeah, I know how that works. Um, sure. So that's all that from five to six o'clock. That's what I'm doing. Um, and then at six o'clock, that's when I start either preparing for my day or doing some of the reading that I'm right. trying to accomplish for right. that day. Um, but then my day kind of starts because my kids start getting up around like 5:45, 6:30. Uh, they sometimes they get up super earlier than that man right. but, so that's those are why some of the i say 90% of the time it happens cuz right. some of the i can't control cuz my kids are they're up at 4:45 yeah no you know? dude yeah I, I understand that 100% i think um tyler lopez put me on on the miracle morning yeah. um, on that one and uh having those set things like truly like just doing those things religiously for me uh set the tone you mm-hmm. know and 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 like you said along the way 
adjusting to the kids you know as they grow and they they go through different stages it's like it it turns from a a 5 a.m routine to a 4 a.m routine because mm-hmm. now they're getting up earlier yep. however filling that cup is is so important man and and uh, making sure you get those things done because if not like a step behind a step well, right behind well i mean you said what do you do for you right and i think that you know if you're not taking care of you mm-hmm. you're not there to take care of your family right and and if your family is relying on you but you're neglecting you, what your family's gonna suffer, you're gonna suffer, it's just gonna be a downward spiral the whole right. way down, right? So I cannot reiterate how important that is right. uh, to have structure right. um, and to have something that when, when your alarm goes off, there's no thought in your mind of not getting up. Right. It's just a, I'm up, right. right? Feet out of bed, chug my water, if you do your journaling, cool. Do your journaling, right? right? If you do whatever, the, the, in, in Hal Elrod's book, it's the savers, right? Right. The scribing. The reading. Yeah, you got all that so stuff. So all yeah. that stuff, right? So I've kind of made my own right. um, that I know works for me because, right. you know, maybe I just haven't learned this about myself yet, but I just, I have a really hard time writing down um, positive affirmations. Right. I say them up here in my okay. head. Yeah. I just, I just, it feels weird writing them right. down. And, and maybe that's a, a something I can work on, right? right? But I just I kind of reinvented some of his uh, techniques and, right. and made him more Guy Welsh's techniques. Right, right. No, I did this. I did the same thing. I took a a Wim Hof breathing technique, and in between, so that he has these gaps where he holds his breath, mm-hmm. and so you do this heavy breathing, and in between where I hold my breath, I'll do gratitude. And then the next one, I'll do affirmations. And the next ones, I'll do visualizations. So, you know, knocking out those things in my own way has, has worked for me. So it's the concepts and, and adopting, you know, adapting to something else that is what really set it up for me. Yeah, I think just committing to doing right. some version of it right. is better than not doing <laughs> right. it at all, right? I mean, there's no, it's not a joke right. why almost every top successful CEO or top successful human being right. They do all of that, right? right? It's not a coincidence, right? right? That's real life stuff right. um, and that you need to feed yourself on a daily basis. Right. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to go on and do the things you need to do to be successful. Right, exactly. Talking about structure, talking about family, what's your family situation look like? Married. This is uh, in August of this year, 10 years I'll be married. So I've been with my wife. Uh, we met in college. So baseball introduced me to my wife, thank God. Right. Um, so we've been married for 10 years, been together for about 15. Nice. Um, I have a uh, two kids. I got two boys. I got an, uh, Donovan, who's my oldest. He'll be four in February. And then I have Brayden, who's my youngest, who will be two in October. Oh, man. Yeah. That, that's I think that's, that's right. full load, man. Yeah. That's so, yeah, it's uh, the kids are, are my... Uh, of my world, man. Right. I mean, I love my wife. New trophies. Without yeah. my wife, it wouldn't be possible, but right. I never knew I could love anything more than I love my children, man. It's, uh, that they're the most uh, amazing gifts I've ever received. Oh, man. That's good, man. I got a dog, too. Yeah. <laughs> I got a dog. They, they bring joy. They're like that outlier, that factor that, that brings some smiles to the house, you know? No doubt. Or just annoy you well, or you got to shift the emotions around somewhere right and it's you know exactly you can't right. take it out on the on the wife and kids all the time that's sometimes right. you got to go have yeah. a talk with the dog no doubt i'm right there with you man. still loving man yeah that's exactly. good stuff man what would you give advice man for somebody's uh you know finances you're an expert in that realm like if you were to just touch that and just kind of leave a nugget for someone what would it sound like the best piece of advice is that's a tough question Here's what I always say. Right. As a society and as a culture, uh-huh. we have moved away from um, saving first. Right. Okay. Most of us spend first. Right. Right. So what I always try to help people understand is that 
we got to prioritize things that are important to us, right? right. Um, so if saving is important and you know it's important, right. right? And that's probably the most important thing that you'll ever think about from a finance standpoint is right. if you're not saving, then you're, you're basically saving up for someone to have to take care of you when you can't work anymore, right? right? So we have to go from a save first mentality as opposed to a spend first mentality. So someone who gets paid or someone who gets a paycheck or whatever it is, you need to move whatever chunk that you're trying to save into a separate account before you start paying your bills. Right. Right. So if I know I want to save a hundred bucks a paycheck, right. When that paycheck goes into my direct deposit, I move a hundred bucks into my savings first. First. Right. Now what I have here. So if that's a thousand bucks, I got $900 to spend on bills and all the groceries and all the things. I right. need. That hundred bucks isn't there. You got to look at that, switch the, the perspective and look at that as a new bill. Well, like, what do most people do? Right? right. Most people save last. Right. They go through their month. They hope that at the end of the month they have something left. Well, you're not gonna. You're gonna find a spot to spend your money. I guarantee it, right? Right. Um, Things come up. But if we know that's what we have, you gotta pretend like that $900 is is all you have left. Right. Not a thousand. You only have 900 bucks to spend because that 100 bucks is for future you. And if you don't feed that, you're not gonna be able to have what you want when you're later on in life. Oh, that's huge, man. That's huge. What what kind of legacy are is Guy Welsh looking to leave in this world here, man? This crazy world that we're living in right I know, now. <laughs> I, I think for me, uh, my biggest thing that I'm trying to leave is treat others like you want to be treated, oh, right? And yeah. and and be no matter how much you disagree with somebody, right. there's some commonality there, right. and you don't have to. You don't. There's no. Just because you and I might be might disagree on whatever, right, doesn't mean that I can't respect you for being a good father, right, right. or respect you for being there for your kids or, right. or whatever that looks like. There is something that we have that we have in common, right. Hate or 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 anger right. around someone not agreeing with you, right. We're all different. Right. Every single person. I don't right. care what color you are. I don't care how what age you are. I don't care what gender you are. We're different. Right. And if anyone says that we all need to be quote unquote equal, well, right. that's not going to happen right. because we're all different. Right. Right. Now, again, there's rights and things that go along with that. But my legacy that I want to leave is, is, is guy treated everybody trying to find a commonality so that they can move towards something powerful together. Right. Um, nothing's going to get done with us divided. Nothing's going to get done with us thinking that we're different. And, and acting on those differences. Right. Let's find some commonality within those differences because we're not all going to be the same. No one is the same. Right. Let's right. embrace that. hundred percent. I think that's powerful. hundred percent. You know, <laughs> uh, let's not look at it as a negative. Let's look at that as a positive. Right. And, and it is right. You're, you're, you're in essence, you're finding the positive within being different. Exactly. And it's like, it's just a fact where I mean, everybody's completely different, you know, and, and at the same time, you're, you're looking for those commonalities to to get to a common goal right and uh and with that that's powerful man that's, no doubt. that's, that's a beautiful thing i'm sold already i don't know what we're doing or where we're moving <laughs> however like <laughs> that's all it took man that's all it took that's, that's huge. good man that's beautiful somebody was looking to uh to reach out to you to mm-hmm. utilize your services just to learn more to get coaching and now i know i have access to to a human being who's been around so much coaching like you know don't be surprised you're not getting 4 a.m texts from me like hey, hey man, where I'm you here. at so so that's one of the powerful things and one of the things that I wanted to do is when we started Empower Financial Group, our goal, the name Empower, is we wanted to empower people to make their own decisions, right? I never once wanted to sit down with somebody and make them feel like I was trying to sell them on the idea of what they needed to do. That's not my job. Right. My job is to help people understand what's important to mm-hmm. them. 
if retirement's not important to you, that's fine, right? right? But something around money is, right? Right? Whether it's your kid's future or or your wife's job or right. a new business venture, right. let's understand what those things are. So, how do people reach me? I'm pretty easily reachable, right? I don't charge money to meet with me, right? right? Everything that I do is completely complimentary on that front end, uh -huh. right? So I want to make sure I'm offering myself as that resource. Now, again, if there's some work that we can help you with, well, now we have to talk about that right. type of thing, right? But you don't know, I don't know, everyone doesn't know what's important to them until they sit down and have a structured conversation. The process that I have created is designed to give people the comfort an ability to have those conversations without feeling like someone's sitting down with them telling you that they got to you know, jam in some sales pitch down your throat. Right. That's not how I work, man. Right. Let's have a conversation. Let's chop it up. Let's learn about what's important to you. It might not be right now that you want to do something, but you want to do something. Let's figure out a game plan to make it happen. Right. It's amazing. Amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if that was enough. I feel like there's more time that's needed with this man. So I would say uh, reach out to Guy if you have any kind of goals that you're trying to get to in the future. Um, he's the man. He's the man. I'd be happy to come back anytime. Okay. Anytime. There it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you. If you want to buy a house, just go to my dad. Visit homerunhomeloan.com for your home loan or refinance today.